Tales from the Chip, Episode 3 with Lincoln Toy. Lincoln is a lifelong Red Hill player, working his way up from the under-12s all the way through to the first 11. He is predominantly a fast bowler, but has made many valuable contributions batting in the lower order. He is also the self-proclaimed number one fielder at Red Hill. Lincoln is a driving force in the social and off-field scene of the cricket club, and often the first voice you will hear when you enter the rooms. And this season, he has recently been appointed to the role of assistant coach for the first time. Yeah, I'm Lincoln Toy. Um, I play cricket at Red Hill. Uh, I've played there for, I think, around about 17 or 18 years. 18 years. So you're the, um, you're the, the shortest term guest I've had so far, dwarfed by uh, Sammy's 30 years and Fluff's 30 years. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought I'd better get in the middle of the dad's army. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, so you've had that long at the club. What are your first memories of the game of cricket itself? Probably first memories are just watching, obviously, it on TV with Bill Laurie and Richie Benno and that kind of thing. And uh, my old man played it back in the day, so... There's a bit of an age gap between me and my old man, so he, he had the old old grey nick out, and and he, yeah, he he was pretty keen on me playing because I'm the only boy. I got three sisters, so he kind of threw the bat and ball at me as soon as he could. Very nice old JT, bit of a bit of a local legend with those um hands of his. <laughs> so that sort of leads into the next one anyway. So what led you to Red Hill? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much my backyard. Uh, Mum and dad live right near the um, Tremana High School there, and it's probably about. I think I've got it down to about three minutes from mum and dad's to the to the door of the cricket club. So that was the closest and and made the most sense to to play cricket there. Yeah, nice. No, so you didn't have uh, didn't have much of a choice really. It was Red Hill, or um, I suppose you could have gone down the hill to Dramana. That's not too much further, but yeah, you've probably um probably made the right choice there. I'd say. Um, so in those seventeen years, you've obviously had a lot of, a lot of uh, good moments. We've we've shared a few, shared a couple of premierships together. What's your what's your favourite moment from um, favourite on field moment from Red Hill? Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. It probably would be the the flags. Um, I guess that's what everyone plays for, really. I mean, I I, I got told like my dad was always like, you know, don't think that. Once you get to senior cricket, um, it, it's kind of, you know, all sunshines and rainbows. Like there, there, there is going to be some bad times. Um, so definitely probably the premierships. Um, there's, there's some couple of individual ones that I like, but I won't talk too much about myself. And then there, there, there's been, there was one game, uh, one Pearsdale game that I think we took like six for seven or five for seven, which was like unbelievable. Um, and that, that, that was a pretty good moment. Yeah, I do remember that game at Piersdale. That was um, yeah, we were gone. We were just we were just uh, filling in time until they just knocked off the last couple of runs. They were like five down, and it was just we were just about to shake hands and walk off basically. And then we got one wicket, and then I think what did Mardo take three in and over or something, and the umpires got involved and yeah. We'd won, and it was it was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was bizarre. I remember Dewey was in, um, funnily enough, um, and he he made he was on about fifty, and then 
I got him out and I just thought, oh, well, the next bloke will come in. And then Mardo took, yeah, that, that three wickets and it, they needed about four, 14 or 15 and we, we rolled them and um, they only made seven of the 15. That's right. Pucci took a catch at, um, was it final leg or third man? He was under this massive high ball <laughs> and everyone was thinking, oh, come on, Pooch, come on, Pooch, come through for us. And he, yeah, he caught it. I think that was the big, that would have been Dewey. I think, I think that was the, yeah, we got that wicket and it just collapsed. They just collapsed like a, yeah, dominoes, didn't they? That was just unbelievable. So what about the off, off field side? Favorite moment there? Um, there's probably too many to choose from, really. There's trips away. Uh, the, the, the coming back to the club after you've won a flag is, is pretty cool. You, you kind of feel like, you know, everyone's there to see you and, and see the team and, and you're running on top of the, on top of the ground. Everyone loves you. Everyone's, you know, do you want a beard? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? So definitely the, the entrance into the club rooms after you win a flag is, yeah, it's a pretty special feeling, especially the whole the whole community of Red Hill really gets around you, and and you get to see people that have played at the club that you've never met, uh, and you get to see people that you you see, you know, three times a week. But that that initial walk through the club rooms once you've got that medal around your neck is pretty good. It's it's right up there. The trip aways and and a, a couple of mad Mondays we've had have been pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, probably coming back into the club rooms after a flag is unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's um, it's certainly like a, a moment and a, a, a feeling that you can't really um, replicate with anything else. It's probably the, the one the one shame in, in, in Red Hill and the, the premierships we've had is a couple of times we haven't been able to really go to the rooms. Like that first one, um, we couldn't go to the rooms at all because of the show. Um, and we ended up at the Pig and Whistle, which it was still good, but it wasn't quite the same. Yeah. And then I think the second one, we we were sort of there, but not no. really. We were sort of outside or something, weren't we? Like, yeah, it was it was not quite the same. And then obviously the third one was just that was just you know, completely bizarre circumstances with the no with the game being no grand final and and yeah everything that was going on at that time. Um, so that was. Uh, really, really unique. Yeah, they they've all been different, which is good too. They they've all been different things. Yeah, that's right. They have. They've all been yeah extremely different. I think the the first one was was almost a bit of like a relief. We'd sort of we'd sort of lost a couple and we sort of a little bit overdue. And I think if we had a lost another one before we got that first one, it probably would have been a long way back. But so the, the first one was a bit of a bit more like relief for me. And then yeah. obviously the second one with the circumstances of that game was just like, that was just elation. That was just euphoria. Um, and then you you were obviously on the, you were lucky enough to be at the yeah. crease with Darty, which would have been um, another, just another uh, aspect to it that no one else got to experience really. So that was extremely yeah lucky for you. Um, yeah. And then obviously the third one was, the third one was, um, yeah, that was interesting. It, it, I guess, in a way, it was a little bit hollow. But you know, without having the the game, without having the grand final itself, um, but the way I sort of looked at it was the amount of times we've been sort of ripped off and we've been dudded over the years. Um, you know, you, you, we weren't celebrating it for 
that day. We weren't celebrating it for that game. We were celebrating it for, you know, the, the seven or eight years previous being relegated to sub-district and then actually getting to provincial. Like we weren't celebrating that, winning that particular match, that particular grand final. We were celebrating that journey that had got us into provincial after all those years. So, um, yeah, that was sort of that was sort of my view on all three of them. But yeah, you're, that that was sort of my response to you saying how different they've all been. So yeah, yeah, you're 100 percent right. They all, have all yeah. been so different. All right, and uh, <laughs> the lighthearted one. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. What do you think's the funniest? Um, what, what's your funniest moment you've seen in that time? Oh, there's heaps. Um, probably the the. F- Probably the funniest one. Uh, so, I uh, I had a couple of injuries at the start of this year, and and kind of just needed to get my body right. And the, well, the last couple of years actually, I've had a few injuries, and then uh, so Felix McKillop cat went away for a couple of weeks, and I was playing in the twos just as a as a batsman, and uh, BC and Slacky kind of called me in and just said, oh, you know, we, we'd appreciate it if you could be captain, um, just try and lead a bit of this group, uh, this younger group forward. And and I was lucky enough to have a couple of the older boys, Jake Hanneman and and Roscoe, give me a massive hand there for, for five or six games while I got the body right. And, and you were actually playing this game. It was a game at Baden Powell um, and we were about, we went off for drinks. So we bowled first. We went off for drinks and, and then we came back on for drinks and I'm giving the team a bit of a, a bit of a rev up. We, we, we were going pretty well. And then they kind of pinned us back a little bit and hit a few boundaries. And with a younger team, it was, it's a bit harder. And so Roscoe comes up to me and, and I couldn't understand what he was saying. And I was like, what are you eating? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I, I got two cheese and bacon rolls in my pocket. So I could barely hear him what he was saying because he was literally had a mouthful of a cheese and bacon roll in the middle of an over. So that, that was certainly up there. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. That was extremely funny that you could, you could pick quite a few stories of Ross um, and eating as funniest moments, whether on field, off, on field, off field, trip away, uh, (laughs) all stories of Ross. Ross eating. Um, I always remember that game against Hastings years ago when he got one of the kids to run out a cherry ripe and a solo after he took a wicket. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And he used to say he needed the sugar because he needed the bowl. He was getting a bit red, and he needed he needed a little bit of uh, needed a little bit of energy. And I remember the the Hewitt boys were batting. Um, and they're like they're pretty fit and pretty into it, and they're just looking over and going, "What is going on over here?" A bloke's, a bloke's sculling. <laughs> a bloke's just knocked over our top order, and now he's sculling a solo and eating a cherry ripe, <laughs> and having to stop mid over because he's a bit puffed. <laughs> Sorry, I got I've got sunscreen. <laughs> I've got sunscreen in my eye. I need a minute. <laughs> Oh God! No, I don't think it's he's sunscreen. When he needs a little breather. He pulls away. Oh, I got some sunscreen. Sorry, boys. <laughs> uh, that that probably answers that. That's I'm sure that answers part of my next question. But you've probably got a few more. So who are who are some of your favourite teammates you've played with um, in any at any level at Red Hill? Yeah, that, yeah. There there is a lot. Um, 
earlier, like uh, Frankie Degorio, I remember I was about, oh, I don't know, 11 or 12 playing in the thirds and he was always really nice to me. I'd probably drop a catch every week and he wouldn't, it wouldn't bother him. He'd always love it because you were just trying, always encourage you. Um, and then, yeah, th- there's a few. that the, the core group of, of us boys, like, you know, Bubs, yourself, uh, Jim McCall, Mardo, and Glenn and Darty, who, who I don't think I'm missing anyone else. Who, um, who really, I guess, we kind of all came and and put our heads together when Darty first got there and said, "All right, we're in sub district. We want to be in provincial. Um, let's get there." And then, yeah, we got there. So that that core group that drove us to that point was is probably my favourite teammates because we all stuck together and and dragged each other through the mud at times to get where we are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Andrew Brown as well. Brown, he was, he was, um, yeah, he was fantastic. Whether it was on the field, off the field, just in terms of a human being helping out with with anything. But yeah, Brown, Brownie was fantastic when he came back. I remember he said to us probably that the year we won the flag, he he sat us all down in the rooms and just said, "This is probably the most fun I have ever had in my whole cricket." career um to date so to, for him to say that and what he's done and and what he um where he had been was yeah that that was fantastic he was he's another teammate that would be right up there yeah and when you think about that like he was 47 or 46 or 47 when he came back you know he could hardly walk he hadn't played in years and he was doing everything he possibly could to just have more games of cricket in that team like so it shows you what sort of an environment it was and, you know, how, how inviting and how much fun everyone was having, um, you know, for, for somebody who's played in that many teams and played that much cricket. To yeah. Say that, that's the most fun he's ever had. And I also remember him saying along the same lines, he also said one time he just, he just finished playing. Um, and I think we'd had a couple of losses or something and he, and he, I think he sat a couple of us down or maybe it was a message or something. And he said, you realize this is probably, the most talented team Red Hills ever had in its history. And it was sort of like that actually sort of made us realize, yeah, yeah we've got to win some flags with this team. Otherwise it's just going to be a, it's going to be a waste. You know, it's going to be a waste of all this talent and all these years. So yeah, when you have someone like that saying what a good quality team it is, but also how much fun it is. Yeah. It's a pretty good, pretty good endorsement. Um, Pretty good endorsement on the yeah. yeah the off field and the on field environment that the club that the clubs created. Um, he said, "I remember once I, I reckon I didn't rock up to a Tuesday night training, um, and he just he just shot me a text and just said, oh, how come you weren't at training?' Um, and I was probably you know nineteen, um, and I just said, "Oh, I just wasn't feeling like it tonight." And he, he gave me the I have four kids, a uh, business to run. And I'm 48 years old. Do you think that I can't be? Do you think that I can be bothered? <laughs> so from then on, I've literally just got that message playing through my head, and I'm like, well, I say that to the young kids. If if you think you can't be bothered or you can't be, you know, you're not feeling like it tonight. Um, there is people out there that have wives, kids, businesses, and they still get there. Yeah, he's unreal for little sort of pearls of wisdom like that. Um, I remember him saying to me a couple of times if I only knew now what I knew 
oh, sorry, if I knew back then what I know now as a batsman, he, you know, he, he would have made a hundred every week. And, and yeah, I sort of look back like that a little bit now and think, geez, if yeah. I only knew, you know, if I only had the, the this knowledge and this little bits of wisdom, um, yeah, back then it would have been a different story. I, I always remember him saying he always used to, um, when we used to train in the, in the old nets over near the shed, um, he'd always sort of speed in around the corner, like not, you know, not, not going over the top like a dickhead, but he, he'd drive in pretty quickly. <laughs> and, he, and I think I said something one day or somebody said something and he goes, um, it's cause I'm always, I'm always just, you know, a little bit late trying to get here from work. And I want the coach to see that I'm really, really keen to get to training. And I could never, I never quite figured out if he was joking or not, but I think there was probably, I think there was probably a little bit of truth into it as well, because yeah, when, when he was just hanging on there, he, he was, he was trying anything. He wanted yeah. to stay in the team, but he just, he, he couldn't quite do it, but he, he was trying anything he could to try and get a bit of a, you know, get a bit of a leg up or get, you know, that, that little extra bit he needed. Um, so I always remember that for some reason as well. You've got to show the coach that you're keen to get to training quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Daddy probably never noticed, but, but if it makes you feel better, go for it. <laughs> um, all right. So we, we've probably touched on a fair bit of this as we've sort of gone. Um, but you might have you might have something else to add. What do you think is it? What do you think it is that sets Red Hill apart from other clubs? Yeah, it, it probably just stems back to you know the, the people in the club um, makes you want to be there. You know, like there's it doesn't matter if you if which is the thing we pride ourselves on. It doesn't matter if you play in the firsts or you know you're the last picked bloke in in the sixth. Um, Everyone talks to everyone. Someone, anyone will buy anyone a beer. Um, it's always, you know, it doesn't matter if you made 50 in the sixth or, or 50 in the first, you know, everyone gets around you. So just that, yeah, the, the whole, um, which Sammy and, and Fluff have both touched on, is like the whole no dickhead policy. Um, there isn't too many of them, if any, actually, at the club, probably me. Um, but apart from that, there, there isn't too many that, that, if they do come, they kind of get uh, get squeezed out a little bit, and they kind of think, "Oh no, well everyone's everyone's pretty uh, pretty upbeat and honest there, so I'll find another club." So, yeah, just the, the people inside the club make, I guess, the club what it is—a fantastic, um, yeah, energetic place to be and, and a good place to play your cricket. Yeah, you're 100 percent right with that. Yeah, it, it, it's really. Um... This is sort of the third one I've done now, and it's pretty uh, gratifying, I guess, to to hear everyone basically saying the same thing that we've just got such a really good, really good bunch of people around. Um, yeah, and the no dickhead policy that sort of keeps coming up. Um, you know, I'm sure every, every club says they've got a really good, really good bunch, but yeah, you know, I, I think there probably is something about Red Hill that's slightly different. So. Um, yeah, every, everyone says the same thing, which is which is really yeah, really good to hear. With the one and only teeth, I don't have another guest lined up as yet. So, if you would like to be that guest and you happen to be listening to this, send me a message and we can organise that very easily.